Welcome to the Stickers on the Mic podcast brought to you by StickerGiant.com, where we talk with our customers about how they started their business, how they're marketing their brand, and how they're growing their company. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome. And if you're a regular listener, thank you for your continued support. As a bonus for all of our listeners who want to try us out, head over to StickerGiant.com and use the coupon PODCAST to take 20% off your first item. Without further ado, it's time for the Stickers on the Mic podcast from Sticker Giant. Let's get on with the show. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Stickers on the Mic. Andrew here with you again. Today, we're dialing in from the Bronx, a New York City-based artist, Devon Rodriguez. And Devon, thank you so much for taking some time. Yeah, thank you for having me. How's it going? It's going good, man. And uh, I'm very excited to talk to you today because uh, you are a, really a pure artist. You are painting. You are, are getting your hands dirty. You're mixing colors uh, and expressing yourself through this medium that, uh, you know, in this digital age is something that's so tactile and so real. And so clearly you have a devotion to your craft. And w- what brought you to, to need to express yourself through painting like this? Um, I've just always loved to draw and, and like make art and look at art all of my life. It was something that was very natural to me. Um, you know, I always like looked at like shapes and colors and how things looked and how I could make things look better. And, you know, growing up in the Bronx, graffiti was like a big influence to me. So I always stared at graffiti. I always stared at the walls. I always stared at the colors and like, oh, how did that guy do this? And, and how does, do these colors interact with each other? And it was always very natural. It wasn't like something that I, I like thought was cool to be in. Like I just, it was just very natural. And, and every time um, a teacher would ask me like, Oh, what do you want to be when you grow up? I just always knew I was going to be an artist. Like it wasn't even a question that I wouldn't be like, I can't do anything else and I'm not interested in anything else. So like, um, yeah. And then, and then my, my father, he wasn't there for me, but he was a tattoo artist. So I always thought that was cool. So like I used to kind of fake it when I was like in first and second grade and say like, I changed it to tattoo artist when teachers would ask me. And then I kind of dialed it back to artists because I was like, nah, I really want to be an artist. Saying tattoo artist was like trying to be cool like my dad because I always thought he was mad cool. But um, yeah, so being an artist was always like something I really, really wanted. And you clearly draw a lot of inspiration from from your surroundings. I mean, there's no shortage in Manhattan and, and in New York City and, and the Bronx. Yeah. It's everywhere, right? Like you said, yeah, yeah. graffiti is everywhere. So you you really kind of make your mark with this Subway series sort of project. And, and you, you were saying bef- before we started rolling how this is like a, a personal thing, but clearly it's, it's more than that, right? The Subway series seems to be a really powerful storytelling thing for you. Oh yeah, yeah. Every everyone is interested in like the story of New York and the people of New York and how many different people we see like in one little space, you know, you could be super rich, super poor, and all live within the same tight confined area. And yeah. So how do you when you're doing um when you're doing this um these portraits and these are oil portraits, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um how do you create this art? Um, it's, it's like very complicated. <laughs> it's, like, it's so hard. It takes like, it kind of takes like 10 years to even get it to that level. Um, I think I've been painting for like nine years or something, but, um, 
Yeah, it takes a long time. It's basically like just sketch it out, sketch out like what you see, and then um, it's just like a skill to get it very accurate. And then, um, do you take a picture? Yeah. So okay. So yeah. So I take a picture. I see something that I, I like, or I see some people that I think are interesting, and, and I'll take a picture. I used to take like maybe like ten photos before um, I decided to do one, but lately, like I've kind of been like knowing what I want to paint, so it's like two or three. And then, um, and and then I'll, I'll take it home and 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 I don't ask for permission or anything. I, I don't want to like get caught or like I don't want people to post for it. I just want it to be like natural, raw mm-hmm. humanity. Um, yeah. And I don't want people to like I don't want people to change up the image. I just want it to be like real life. And then um, take it home, draw it out, mix, mixing colors. That's all very complicated <laughs> to explain how that happens. But you know, just just like painting what I see and trying to get it as, as, uh, as, as real life as possible or, or as true to reality or, or what I saw at that moment when I took the photo. So even though I live in Colorado, I am a regular subscriber to the, to the New York times and I get it every Sunday. And I yes. do recall actually the style magazine from October of 2019 when they, uh, profiled you and, you were a finalist in this really big time portrait competition. Yeah. Um, what was, uh, what was that like? Um, it, it was, it was, it was amazing. I don't, I honestly, I don't know how these things happen to me. It's just very, <laughs> very lucky. It's insane. <laughs> like, like, I, like my friends look at me and like, or, or there's some people that like take me serious and I'm like, I really don't know how this stuff happened to me. Um, so yeah, I just submitted to that portrait competition. It's a huge competition where like all the big like portrait painters, um, submit something into it. And, um, um, three, it happens every three years. So three years before I submitted, um, my, I have like a mentor, his name is Johnny and he submitted a sculpture of me and I actually submitted a painting too during that year, but it got denied. And then three years later I submitted a painting of him his sculpture of me got, got into the show. And then three years later, I submitted a painting of him and it got into the show. So, um, it was amazing. Like the national portrait gallery is like kind of like the the biggest spot you could be in for portraits right now, I think. So I got, I got really lucky with that. Right. So for, for folks who don't know that the national portrait gallery, it is just in the Chinatown neighborhood in DC, right by uh, what used to be the Verizon Center when I lived there. I don't know which corporate body owns it now, but it was my favorite place to go have lunch. I would go there. I would look at paintings. I, you know, yeah. I live, I worked down the block from it and, and the national portrait gallery is like a, it, it is like church for beautiful paintings that are just hang. You know, it, it's the Smithsonian. It's, it's our sort of national treasure. Yeah. So that's pretty impressive. Um, to say the least, yeah. uh, my friend, that's quite a quite a wall to hang on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah, no, DC is so beautiful. You're talking about like that big open area, yeah, with, like light. It's amazing. Um, and the atrium there was was one of my like when I really needed a, a place to just decompress. I would, and that also was the timing when the Stephen Colbert portrait was there so i would just go laugh at Stephen colbert oh. being <laughs> hanging in the national portrait gallery but i really like the landscape stuff um so your creative process is you're you're painting on oils on wood you, you have this subway series thing and 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 
when you're not, you know, like your website says, if you're not painting strangers on the subway, you'll be working on a commission or, or photographing. What does commission work uh, look like for you when you're trying to create that kind of stuff? Or, or how does that like, how do you get people to come in and contact you? Yeah, for that, um, nothing other than like Instagram and like just stuff that I put out um, and they, they just reach out or like, or like maybe through press or something like that. New York Times article, I had a lot of people request a commission and um, for that, like, usually they, they have um, a little bit more, you know, they have some control over me, but not, not too much. I still try to stick to what I think looks good and, and, uh, and my style. But, yeah, basically I'll just come over to their, their home and, and photograph them, and, and they wear, like, whatever they think is going to look amazing for the next however long this painting lasts. <laughs> decades on yeah. their wall on their staircase hopefully, yeah hopefully they pass it down to their kids and stuff and um yeah and then try to get it done on time but right sometimes i'm a little late <laughs> yeah yeah well and some of these are large i mean these are you know 48 by 30 inches that's a lot of, of places to uh you know that's just yeah and, and yeah and then i use like a really tiny brush and and um i try to I'm, I'm such a like perfectionist with the detail and trying to get everything perfect there's one there i, I don't know if you're looking at my site right now i'm on the instagram as we speak yeah oh, okay yeah there's one that i i did recently where this woman is wearing like this really beautiful dress that she made and it has so many little colors oh my god that painting took me so long but at the end, is this the Mister and Miss Smith uh, yeah, commission? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that that's very complicated when you look. Yeah, it I mean, was the, so complicated to paint. Oh my god, the tie, the tie alone on the gentleman. The tie, is, oh my god, the tie, <laughs> the plaid, the background. I think everything about that painting. I think they they wanted to challenge me, but I I love those people. They give me like the biggest tip. They're they're amazing. Those people. <laughs> yeah, that painting was intense. It, and it looks like you did a like a nice representation. Um, so the way I found the way this came together, like a lot of my stories of recently is a, is a wonderful tag on Instagram. You ordered uh, some stickers of your reflection portrait, which is a self portrait of you. Um, what was, uh, what brought you to want to make stickers of yourself other than to promote Devon Rodriguez, you know, (laughs) art.com or or whatever, you know what I mean? I don't know. It was a random, like spontaneous three in the morning, three o'clock in the morning idea where I was just like, oh, maybe I should make stickers of my work. I don't know what brought me to that idea, but I was like, none of these subway paintings are going to work. Uh, what's going to work? I was like looking through my work. So I was like, oh, a self-portrait will work. And I don't know, I was just to like, I don't know, try something new, get myself out there. And I, I posted it on Instagram and, and I know people would ask me. So a bunch of people asked me for stickers and, um, and, uh, you know, everyone's like representing me on their laptop. It was like a cool little fun random idea. <laughs> yeah, I saw, you know, in one of the stories, it was, you know, someone, uh, you know, puts you on a water bottle and, and that means that you're, uh, you know, you're out there, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you studied, you know, you studied art and, and you, you, you know, you mentioned that, you know, growing up, you were really trying to like find your inspiration out there uh, and, and kind of definitely... Um, creating your own path, right? Um, what is next for you? I have no idea. The, all of those things that happened to me so far was like not expected. Well, I don't know. I did always think that I was 
and I don't want to sound cocky or or like toot my own horn, but I always assume that I'll become something. Oh, that sounds so terrible. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It sounds like actualizing on on your internal motivations. Actually, it sounds like you, there are people that are driven, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you yeah, said yeah. when we started, you said I I always wanted you. That's what you wanted to do. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so whatever. I, I, so I don't know. I don't know what's coming next. Like, whatever just happens, is, is, just happens. I, I don't really have any plans other than just finish the next painting and the next painting, and then hopefully some people notice and some good things happen. Right. Um, oh, yeah, but that's... next, actually, I do have a, a, like a print. I've never sold prints before, but I'm I'm starting to do it because. The only way for me to grow right now, I have so many requests and so many people that want a painting from me that mm-hmm. the only way for me to grow is just to put up the price. And then at a certain point, it's, it's like only some really rich people are going to be able to afford it. So right. um, people ask me for prints like every day so much. So uh, Just people hitting you up on Instagram. They're like, can you do this for me? Yeah. And everyone's like, can you just at least make a print because your originals are like ridiculous, the price. So I'm like, all right. Oh, so. I see. So it's not like the painting and the oil and the wood, which is like, Oh yeah, just no, it's says. like a, it's like a, basically like a, po- a signed poster of it. Yeah. And I mean, they're limited of like, you could do like a limited run of 50 or a hundred. I'm doing a hundred and I'm hoping I'm going to like make an online store and, and hopefully uh, my goal is to sell out, but let, let's see what happens. <laughs> right, right, right. Of course. And then you'll come up with the next idea. Um, yeah. so you've had some, some really fun sort of making the rounds on media and, um, you, you know, you're doing some, some artwork whenever inspiration hits, right? Like even if like, you know, you've got your Instagram is just this sort of like really close up. How do you sort of generate these videos on Instagram when you're, when you're doing these, these, uh, these paintings? Um, so I bought like this iPhone holder thing and I put it like, I clip it onto my easel and I, and I have it like right in front of my painting and I have to like avoid, um, like hitting it. So, right. so when I'm making a video, I have to paint like a little differently and like work around it. But you know, it, it makes a really good video and, uh, and I try to make sure the lighting is good and stuff. Um, yeah. And then, and then I, I just found this random editing app called InShop. That's amazing. And I sound like I'm doing an ad, but that's okay. No, I want to know your process. Cause like, I'm like watching this Kanye video. Right. And like, there's so many colors and like, why, you know, what makes you choose other than like, especially in the news, you know, Kanye's in the news all the time, but right now, but like you have to sit down with your materials and, and create this thing, right. To create, not just yeah. for content purposes, but you also have to express yourself a little bit. Yeah. That, that video is like six or seven hours just put into one minute basically so i like cut out all the all the slow boring stuff i try to put in like the, the funnest brush brush strokes like the most satisfying thing to see but i think those videos um I, people I love your it. extension video they love the extension video on instagram oh, oh yeah, yeah they love him yeah he, he has such a <laughs> insane um fan base but uh <laughs> yeah yeah those were just like just just to like show the technique because so many people ask me like how do I paint this stuff and I also want to show that these are these are hand painted because Correct. I yeah I, I 
people see my paintings and there's some of their photographs. So I, I wanted to put something out there. They're so photorealistic. They really yeah. are. It's incredible. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah that's thank wild. You. Um, so you've oh, had some so pretty cool it. galleries and you've hung on some pretty cool walls. You've had some pretty amazing, uh, you know, um, it looks like you're even, you know, like what, what came together when you, when you work with the, uh, the national basketball players association, right? Like that's like so high ticket. Like what, what was that all about? Um, that was, that was also very random. There's like, the, there's this art gallery around my neighborhood in the South Bronx called the compound, um, the compound. And they are very well connected to some big people. They're very connected to the NBA and they just randomly contacted me like, Hey, you want this NBA gig thing? I was like, Oh yeah, of course. And they're like, all right, <laughs> coming for a meeting. And then they're like, oh, um, so, um, these like, I think like 20 players are going to win this, win an award. So we selected you from Gordon Hayward and I don't even watch basketball, but you know, I did, I did my research on, <laughs> he was winning the best comeback player award and they wanted to like have everyone have a painting for it. So, right. so they had me do that painting of him, like as the best comeback player. And um, yeah. And I had to do it on a really tight deadline, but somehow I got it done back. I didn't have to do, um, I painted the whole crowd and that was like unnecessary. All I had to do was do it the size that they wanted, which I think it was five by five feet. It could have been like anything. It could have been just him in the middle of the canvas, but I, I wanted to like show off. And I no, it's an action head. shot. He's in the middle of a sky, double-handed dunk. It's fantastic, right? Like yeah, there's so and, much and motion. Then, yeah, thank you. And then on the corner, on the bottom corner is like his pass up when, when he broke his foot. Um, and so he, he's coming back. Oh, wow. Yeah. Or, or he broke his, his knee, I think. Cause yeah. And he's like, a, that's, that's a story, right? Like your painting has created a really like amazing story in, in one, you know, like you said, five yeah. foot uh, stretch of canvas. And he's like watching himself come back and do a dunk. Cause he, I, I was listening to some interviews about him, like being too afraid to dunk. And then he finally was able to dunk and he like, you know, he was just excited. It was back in the game. That's awesome. Um, so you're saying you wanted to be a, a tattoo artist. Uh, you, you, I mean, you've got some tattoos there, obviously. That's a part of your, you know, your storytelling too. Of you know, tattoos do that for you, uh, for for people who who get tattoos. Do you do tattoo art for for people? Do they commission you for that? Uh, uh, oh, you mean like to design their tattoos? No, I mean I, I stick to like kind of whatever's on my Instagram, like. Um, like the painting stuff, but right. I did go through a little phase of, of wanting to tattoo, and I and I, I learned um, I learned a bit and, and did some like realistic portrait tattoos and stuff like that. But I think my my real passion is painting. So right there, you go. Yeah, nice. Um, so you're just gonna keep uh, finding yourself in these amazing happy accidents with uh, awesome uh, awesome yeah, clients like you, the, the NBA. You, yeah. They're all happy accidents. It's insane. It's so insane. Like, it's crazy. One day I could just wake, I wake up and someone writes to me and like, oh, you want to, like, you, you want to be in, in this article? I'm like, um, yeah, like, what? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? Of course. <laughs> Do it. 
That's fantastic. Um, well, um, kudos to, I mean, you've clearly put in the study, you put in the work, you've, you've done what you've had to do and, and you're trying to create a little bit of a business around, you know, your, your art, which is tough too, because an artist sometimes necessarily doesn't want to, you said you want to sell out, but you also don't, you know, you want to have that creative control oh, that you have, right. For yourself. Right. You know, you want to sell out on the, the new product, but at the same time, you always want to honor yeah. your vision, right? Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about, no, I didn't mean like sell out. As I know, <laughs> no I, I know what you meant. I'm saying like, it's tough, right. For an artist, it's like, I want to sell a hundred of these. I want to sell out of them, but I also want to do what I do the way I do it. Right. Like yeah, that's exactly. the tension. That's the tension. Right. Um, yeah. well, Devon, uh, best of luck. Thank you for your time. Um, we are, uh, we appreciate the, uh, the amazing sticker of you, by the way, that's, yeah, thank you so much. No, yeah. I love the stickers. They're, they're amazing. <laughs> um, so folks, like we say, um, you know, at the end of every show, where to, where to find folks, you can find it's Instagram.com Devon Rodriguez art. And, uh, the website is Devon Rodriguez art.com. And, uh, he's given us his time today, uh, from the South Bronx. And, uh, thank you for joining us, Devon. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for having me. This was great. And like we say, every sticker has a story today. It's actually Devon's face. It's his own self-portrait, the reflection, <laughs> the reflection, uh, oil on wood painting that he did. Uh, he turned into a sticker and he's got fans far and wide putting them on laptops. And, and <laughs> it's and, kind of a joke, but it's funny. <laughs> I think it's great, but that's because I like stickers so much. Yeah. Um, uh, thank you for your time and to everybody out there listening again, check out Devon um, and uh, Devon. Thank you. Thank you. That wraps up this episode of stickers on the mic brought to you by StickerGiant.com. You can download us on Spotify, iTunes, Google play, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcatcher. If you enjoy what you're hearing, please leave us a review. It helps us reach new listeners and share our customers sticker stories. And if you're inspired to create your own stickers or labels, head over to stickergiant.com to check out our options and use the coupon podcast to take 20% off your first item. Thanks again for listening to stickers on the mic. 